What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with another Around Chilliwack podcast episode. I hope you're having a great week. It's been a while. We've taken a break, but we're back. And uh, this this episode is uh, something special. We've got a local musician. We also have a little interview with Jason Lum, who has decided to run for city council again. Have a listen. All right. I'm I'm sitting down cross cross country, cross North America. What, is that how we'd say this, Eric? I, I would say so. It's, you know, we're... There's some we're there's some miles between us. Yeah, there's a lot of miles. There's a lot of miles. So I'm sitting down talking with Eric J. Matthews, musician, friend, and uh, he's currently in Nashville doing a little bit of a tour. Why don't you uh, tell us who you are and what are you doing right now, Eric? What I'm doing right now, I am sitting in bed. <laughs> It is 2.15 p.m. It is not snowing like it is in Calgary, from what I've heard. Yeah, um, or Edmonton. Here. Yeah, or Edmonton, or Prince George. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is, uh, it's It's just a warm day. The hurricane is out, out east in the uh, Carolinas right now, and they say that by the time it hits us, it will be a storm, and it will be nothing to worry so about. So when you say hits us, where are you right now, Eric? Like, I am just Besides in bed. Oh, sorry. I am just <laughs> I am just south of uh, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, just a few miles south of uh, of the city. Good stuff. And why you're you you were a Chilliwack resident. You you quit your job. You packed up your van, loaded up your guitar, and you drove down to Nashville. Why? <laughs> well, that's what people say. Living the dream of a musician is right, or a songwriter. Yeah. Uh, the reality was almost that's it's basically what it is is um you, you know I, I got to a point where playing live shows uh hosting open mics um playing original music teaching session work recording studio stuff and i just needed a little bit of a change because as any person who strives to do something where there's a drive for them or there's a, something that's pulling them towards something you're always climbing the walls and yeah. I needed to, I needed to just get a release of some sort. So yeah, I just took my stuff, sold most of my stuff yeah. and um, drove across the country and uh, recorded, recorded a bunch of my songs in, in, in acoustic form yeah. and then decided, well, I'm going to go across the country and, try and get people to listen to it and see what they like and get some more exposure. I've done it before. I went across the country touring before but this time I did it on my own and, um, I just want to see where they went. And I ended up finishing the rest of the album, the, the tracks in, uh, in Ontario, just cause I had a place that I could go to. It was a nice home yeah. that I could go to, um, close family friend of mine. And I could just, relax and be at ease for a few weeks to just let it go and not feel the strain of, cause you know, when you leave so abruptly like that, even though it was planned, but still, yeah, a but huge still. Change. how, how it, was the process of like just uh, selling off your stuff and like, cause I can see how people would have a hard time with that. Like people get so attached to like physical things that, um, what was that like? Like just seeing the, your stuff go out the door. It's, it's actually, it's kind of surreal. You don't, I didn't really think about it at the time. It was more just, 
you know, with um, with the 24-hour bidding and all that stuff going on in town there, yeah. you just you want people, you're like, come on, show up, show up. And you right. just, you're just trying to get rid of it. But then you realize, damn, like, I, I, I can't, uh, you know, I don't have anything to eat now, or I don't have a microwave, which I don't use, or, you know, like, all of a sudden you realize there's things that you needed that you've already sold. <laughs> yeah. And, Did and you find reality, it that big of a deal, though? Uh, not until I gave notice at my apartment. Yeah. Then I realized, okay, I'm going to be homeless. Weird. Was... That's that's the hardest part is, wow, now everywhere is your home and everywhere or nowhere is your home and everywhere is your home. You know what I mean? It's, right. I, I'm driving around every city or every town I drive in is as much my home as it isn't my home because I don't have a home. That's I have crazy. A and that's. That's that's a lot of there's a lot of anxiety built around that. <laughs> that that's uh, like I, I it's so cool to watch. Like so, you can follow Eric on. He's more prolific on Facebook. Uh, he does have a post on Instagram now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're up to one, one now. One post. Yeah, that was late last night. Yeah, and so uh, you can follow along with eric on facebook and just uh it's it's such a cool journey to see you doing all this and people might be wondering like why around chilliwack why are you doing a podcast with this guy well you you were you are um a chilliwack resident um why did you why did you settle in chilliwack for as long as you did well uh i'm familiar with the area i i grew up in abbotsford as a little child um, in the Clearbrook side. And, um, we ended up, my family ended up moving up to Prince George in the, around 1989. And then I ended up moving back to Vancouver in the early two thousands to sort of pursue music. And that's where I was based for, um, basically ever since what happened was I ended up moving to Toronto. It seems so scattered, but, um, I ended up moving to Toronto around 2011 and ended up taking, um, a job at a music conservatory just north of Toronto. So did you have like a, a music background prior to that then? Like you were, um, you said you were seeking music, like you were looking at it in Vancouver. Like what, what basically what I'm trying to cut to is like, why was music always part of your life leading up to this? Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, music. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I, I've started playing guitar in grade four. And why, uh, why guitar? Because, I'll throw my parents under the bus. They didn't want to pay. The, they didn't want to pay the money for uh, renting uh, band instruments in, in in school, like clarinet or trumpet or anything like that. And guitar was offered for free at that time. There's like in the classroom. There's like 30 acoustic guitars hanging up along the wall, and the wow. teacher taught free yeah. and said, "Would you like to play guitar?" And I said, "Yeah." I mean, my dad played guitar, and some of my uncles did, but that was sort of a great transition. Was well. And I mean, I, I say that sort of, uh, you know, in a, in, a, in a funny way, looking back at it, that my parents didn't want to pay for the rentals, but they really didn't. And it was, well, guitars offered and it's free, so take it. And I just went with it and learned on my own just how to play. And that was before the internet, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, but, but the whole thing with Chilliwack, to get back to that point, was that coming back to BC after playing in bands and teaching all over the place. Yeah. Chilliwack, my parents ended up moving down with my grandparents and my sister down from Prince George and they located in Chilliwack 
for that. They uh, relocated south to Chilliwack, and um, for us, it seemed like that was the place to go because at least there was familiarity, and yeah. it was less expensive than there was no way I could get back into the Vancouver market. Right. So settled on Chilliwack and planted planted that as the home base. Yeah. And so while you were in Chilliwack, um, what what was the music scene like for you? What were you up to? Well, it was for me, it was a little slow for the first year just because I didn't get out and do anything. I just sort of focused on writing, learning how to record, learning how to, like with my own recording studio, with my system yeah. and everything. Um, but then I finally took a step out and all of a sudden it just opened up wide open. Right. It was, it was within, it was within a few months. I was all of a sudden sitting in several bands and being asked to play here and, and there and, and just fully immersed in the scene was a very supportive scene. And, um, I remember telling some of the people, you know, because they would say, well, you're such a great guitar player and, uh, you, you know, you write some great songs. And I said, well, you know, don't, don't, you know, we don't have to talk about that too much because eventually you're just going to get sick of me. You know, yeah. like I don't mind the honeymoon season for a little while, you know, the, the honeymoon that can, can, can go on a little bit longer for me here. For sure. You, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but that was, that was essentially it is, uh, and it just, evolved from there you know i started working uh teaching teaching guitar and bass and uh ukulele at uh local one of the lens at the lesson center in town which is how i got to know you is my that's right my son wanted to learn how to play guitar and uh the teacher that we happened to get just happened to be you and uh yeah and it was all what we say it's all downhill from there i guess so yeah if that's the <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we've developed this friendship that it's, uh, you know, we like minded. And uh, so it's been really cool to see this journey that you've uh, been on, uh, you know, your your acoustic guitar in your hand and just seeing everything that you've been doing in town. And now, uh, like, I, it's I, I tell people about you because it's insane. Like so many people talk about having a dream and uh, they they rarely actually ever do anything about it let alone sell all their stuff, pack up and drive across the continent uh, to chase after it. So it's, you know, kudos to you for uh, not listening to people, because I'm sure there's people that have told you you're crazy and, uh, and well, just going for worse, it. Worse, worse than that, but I won't get into that. <laughs> well, I was trying to keep it, you know, the, uh, the PG yeah. version of it. Yeah, of course. Or the G-rated version. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but no, I, I appreciate, I appreciate those compliments and the encouragement that you've always given me and, and the encouragement a lot of people have given me and it's, it's great, but it's also, it's gotta be scary as hell. It is. Um, I also have severe anxiety problems. Um, and I've had that for a long time in my life. So this is also another thing for me was, you know, I have to do this because, you know, one thing, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go on any sort of mental aware, mental illness awareness, anything like that. But I will say that people talk about it so much these days. And one thing I realize is, it never, it never goes away. It's, right. It's, it's there with you. You can never, you'll never be cured of it. So you have to realize taking, you know, four second breath in, four second breath out, realizing 
is this, is it rational? What are your feelings? And still it's going to be there. And for me, it was sort of, I still just needed to do this also to sort of show myself, you know what, it's actually okay to do this. Right. No matter what happens. So it's, it's more than just pursuing the dream of playing music. It's sort of, you know, trying to survive. (laughs) Well, yeah, you're, you're grabbing the bull by the horns and you're, you're saying, let's dance. Yeah. Right. Like you are chasing your dream, but you're also, you're, you're throwing yourself out there just to see what you're made of. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it feels like you're on top of the world. You know, I've, I've had some great experiences here where, okay, it shows that all of the work and the hours and everything's paid off. In a, uh, I'm laying in my, in, in my van in a truck stop in Brandon, Manitoba at four in the morning, hearing the trucks pull in and out of the station and just, saying man i wonder you know what am i <laughs> yeah. doing here and my tinnitus is killing me because it's so isolated in the van i hear the ringing and you're just oh well tomorrow's another day and where are we going tomorrow oh we're going to thunder bay tomorrow okay well let's see how that goes <laughs> yeah so when you uh when you were doing your drive down to nashville um what are some highlights for places you stopped in along the way aside uh, from where you obviously when you recorded your your acoustic session uh, aside from sure. that Sure. Are we talking musically or just... Uh, yeah, you the- like following along on Facebook, like you had some spots that you kind of picked out that were definitely had some music connection um, that you were sharing about. So maybe some highlights of uh, along that, that journey that uh, musically that you were stick out for you. Sure. Uh, well, I, I went... It's funny, I went to Aurelia, Ontario for the first time ever. Um, I had lived about an hour away from there for a while, years ago. And I decided to go there strictly for the fact that that's where Gordon Lightfoot is from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I heard there was a statue there in this park, and I went and saw it, and I played there, and, you know, just paid my little tribute like people do. And I, I, I'm, no, I'm known to do that. I go to places where people are from or where people are buried, and I go to their sites, and I pay my tribute to them because they're what inspired me in this and um it was great and I ended up going to this for the first time I just decided to go to this check out this little open mic it was more of a seniors open mic and it was actually done at sort of an old retirement home so I ended up playing for a bunch of um seniors uh very elderly people in their in their sort of like their cafeteria or their little uh, common common space with a bunch of other people which was such a nice experience to see just how happy they were to have people sit around and play songs for them. And I, I mean, I was by far, whether I was performing or in attendance, I was the youngest person by decades. <laughs> but it was a great experience to sit in and, and, and just, it, it just felt nice. There, it felt like there was no angle. There was no, there was nothing needed. I didn't have to feel like I needed to network with anybody. I didn't have to, I didn't have to try to push my card or, 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 um, or, or, you know, try and promote anything. I just played and people were just so nice, like, just so nice and friendly about it. Mm-hmm. But, then, but then afterwards, this older gentleman came up to me and told me that, um, you know, he said, well, I heard that you mentioned that you liked Gordon Lightfoot. And I said, I didn't. He said, well, I'm a, I've known Gordon Lightfoot for over 30 years. And he ends up taking me on a drive past Gordon Lightfoot's childhood home in Aurelia, yeah. like right after that. And then he says, well, you want to go hang out? So we went out and had a coffee for 
for about an hour and he's just telling me all these old stories about Gordon Lightfoot and and it's just it's a side of it's a side of the guy I would never have heard from anybody else and it right. was just such such an amazing thing just to happen to go there for no reason except to pay homage to a statue and sing early morning rain in front of it yeah. to then go to this retirement place and then have a guy who actually knows him personally tell me these personal stories it was just okay I'll take it you know yeah wow that's so cool so when you when you even like tell that story yourself um like earlier you were talking about the anxiety and dealing with that when you listen to that story does that anxiety just kind of melt away like it feels like any sort of anxious thoughts you had going um even just going to that open mic night um does it does it feel like it's worth it that you just you know like you you'd oh, never be able to replicate that experience again? Absolutely, that's a one in a, that's a one in a lifetime experience of that you know of that spectrum. Yeah. Um, as for the anxiety, yeah, it, it just it lifted everything. It felt so great. Of course, at first I was going, well, you know, okay, I'm going to follow some guy somewhere. <laughs> I don't know who he is because that's how I am. Yeah. I mean. I think the biggest part of the anxiety of that is trying to retell the story now and trying to put it into certain smaller paragraphs and kind of that was, sitting here thinking about it and going, yeah. Oh, am I taking up too much time talking about this? That's, that's where, that's how my mind works like okay. right now. And I'm yeah. in a real time moment of how it's working. Oh, and it's, I don't know if the voice shows that or not, but like, you know, it's, it gets into that. You got, you got too analytical about it. Yeah, so I'll stop and let you continue. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break but uh, and go to uh, Jason Lum. But before we do, um, I'd love for you to play a song for us, Eric. Would you okay. be up for that? Okay, yeah. Yeah? Uh, yep. So uh, you have a new album out. Why don't you just quickly tell us a little bit about your album uh, that you have out. And then uh, when we come back after Jason, I'm going to ask you some more questions about it. But just briefly tell us what your album is, where people can get it, etc. All right. Here's the plug. Okay. It's uh, Eric J. Matthews, E-R-I-K. I say that because that's the way my parents spelled it when I was born. Well, there you and, go. And you're stuck and, with it. And, yes, and I'm stuck with it. And that's fine. But people are always telling me, oh, I'm trying to find you and I can't find you. And they spell with a C, so they can't. So it's Eric J. Matthews dot bandcamp.com yeah um and it's also ericjmatthews.com i have a website has links all over the place uh for that uh the, the album is titled the old man's garage studio g1 acoustic sessions um studio g1 is my studio and uh that's where it was recorded so it's a bare bones album consisting of acoustic guitars and vocals and i just tried to be bare bones about it bringing the song back to the sound that can get to an original form sitting around a campfire. Yeah. Uh, this specific release. Yeah. Good stuff. And uh, one of my favorite songs that you have on there, <clears throat> I'm hoping you can play for me. We kind of set this up beforehand. We'll, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. This is spontaneous, Matt. Oh, it's spontaneous. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we, there is some more spontaneity to this later, but uh, another hundred years. I, I heard you play it at Tractor Grease here in Chilliwack. And uh, you have it on the album, and uh, wondering if you wouldn't mind playing that for us before we had to break with Jason Lum. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's wow. actually the uh, and it's it's the, it's the first it's the first cut on the uh, on the album too. All right, another hundred years. Here we go. From my bed in Nashville, just for you <laughs> and everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. How many times have we looked to the sky? Following an endless wire The fever is strong when it runs in your blood And the vein gets higher and higher And how many times have we looked to the sky And asked the stars about life You look in the mirror for the lines to appear In the face behind the eyes Oh no Mm -hmm. Ooh. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And then you've gained some weight, and so you starved yourself, and now you say it hurts to run. Your social scenes are computer screens full of pills to keep you numb. You work a job deeper in debt, you save your lives. Biggest regret is that you don't get another hundred years. No, you don't get another hundred years. How many times have we looked to the sky only to be paralyzed? You're taking shots at yourself before anyone else sees the fear you're trying to disguise. And how many times have we looked to the sky and find ourselves falling in love? You're clenching your teeth and remember to breathe, but you can't push the air from your lungs. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Oh no, mm -hmm. ooh, I want to play guitar and serenade to you, overcome apprehensity, teach you to sing a song or two and push your voice and sing it free, you're feeling lost, lost between the middle of recurring dreams and you don't get another hundred years. No, you don't get another hundred years. You're running out of options, holding on to keep us young. The desperate nights between the sheets you feel, there's nowhere to run. The hours pass day by day. What the hell? It's gotta change because you don't get another hundred years. No, you don't get another hundred years. 
No, you don't get another hundred years. It's an exciting day for, for Chilliwack. Jason Lum, you've uh, officially thrown your hat in the ring. That's right. Yeah. As of uh, about 8 a.m. this morning, we have uh, launched the re-election campaign, so I'm seeking my third term on uh, Chilliwack City Council, and uh, looking forward to hit the ground running. Good stuff. So what's, when you said you, you launched today, what, what exactly does that mean? What, did, what, what was involved with your launch? Yeah, so when you're in, I think when you're an incumbent and people have a have a bit of an expectation that you are going to run again, which I think was the case, as much as I tried to, um, you know, take the time to do it, and I really was taking the time to think through my next moves. And this is not a this is not a job that I uh, that that you want to not take time to thoughtfully consider your you know what you're doing um it's so why, why do you say that why why do you say well, it's not a job you just yeah well i i believe strongly that um to do this job right you have to set aside a considerable amount of time away from your family from your loved ones um from your businesses in in, in some case and uh you have to be again if you want to do the job right you have to be um open and available and accessible to your constituents and you know if you're thinking that you're going to get involved with city council it's going to be a nine to five and turn your phone off on the weekend then you know i've been pretty open about you know telling people that i this is probably not the job for for you and uh and um so today what we did was we launched um our new uh, website and we launched some social media and some just a announcement video, and there'll be a, quite a few uh, activities to follow, um, including the one that I'm the most excited about, which is just some kind of uh, sessions where we get to sit down in uh, certain neighborhoods across the city, and we at invitation of residents who've kind of put together, uh, you know, small uh, kind of kitchen table uh, groups of people who want to sit down and talk to me about the city and talk to me what uh, what kind of future I see for the city of Chilliwack. And I should say we see because this 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 isn't an individual job. I think councils that work sure. really well yeah, for sure. are councils that, that work together. So it's it's you know what do what are the things I think are gonna be important to work with as a member of a of a seven person team. And I think uh, you know I'm I'm really excited to get out and uh, I love campaigning, so some people don't like it, but I, I really like it. So what do you what do you think is going to be the number one thing people will ask you about in your campaign? Oh, I think people are, are um, rightfully concerned about public safety in the city of Chilliwack. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see issues in the city that, um, you know, that, uh, that are indicative of, of how fast we've been growing. Indicative that uh, the gap uh, between people with means and people without means is growing. Um, we're struggling to keep up with uh, a homeless population that's that's also growing, and uh, and we've been kind of trying to hold back the wave um, with very little uh, support in uh, traditionally in the form of uh, of being able to access. Uh, 
you know, quite honestly, the, the, the money, the funding that's required to, to address some of these issues. We, we can't do it alone. We definitely so have a role to play. You've been, but, you've um, been quite outspoken about this in the past where, um, like city workers are, are taking care of things like, you know, clean, cleaning up human waste and, and having to clean up all this sort of garbage and stuff in different places around the city. Um, like you've been outspoken that that's, that's not their job, that they're, they're stepping out, out and beyond what they're called to do. Um, what, what are you hoping for in this next term? Yeah. It, you know, I love like one of the things that was, uh, something that kind of helped clinch my decision to come back, uh, and, and try to uh, run for council again was the fact that I, I think we have, um, exemplary staff at the city of Chilliwack in all departments across the city. We've got people who, you know, they probably didn't apply to the city of Chilliwack thinking that their job was going to be, you know, cleaning up after cleaning up after people and picking through garbage cans for needles. And, you know, uh, I, but they do it and they, uh, and they, uh, you know, uh, pull through and, um, and I think, you know, one of the big challenges that we have is uh, we, it's unacceptable to have um, a situation where there is so much disparity and there is um, so much poverty and, uh, and people who are put in the situation of not having a place to use facilities, to not have a place where they have a clean, safe roof over their head. And, um, and I think, you know, it's, that's going to be a big, it's going to be a big, continue to be a big issue and something that uh, the next council will have to work on. And I, and I said, we've had issues with this in, in, in the past mm-hmm. and, and I have been an outspoken advocate, um, both to senior levels of government. And we're starting to see a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Now we're starting to see more affordable housing projects, mm-hmm. some, some uh, projects to address homelessness. We're starting to see the health authority, I kind of come on board and um, realize that these issues, um, you know, they're not going to go away if we ignore them. And, uh, you know, it's such a fine line, Matt, to um, to be an advocate for something and to, to honestly to just sound like you're complaining. Right. And not willing to play a role. Yeah. And through my time on council, I don't know that I've always, that I've always been able to find that balance. But I, 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 I think mean, that's I, why people appreciate you, though, is that you yeah. you speak from the heart. You're not just a a politician, you know, touting the the party line. You're you you yeah, kind of see I, things. I, I hope so. I think um, you know. I have to, you have to realize too that on the uh, on every level of government, health authorities, other places, you know, I don't think they're the people that are working hard in in those situations want to see this the stuff that's that's happening either so Mm -hmm. you know they're trying their their best and um sometimes it's it's, sometimes it's just trying to align align goals align funding and um it takes some repetition and i hope i hope the public sees that you know we we have been making steps we've been making um some progress yeah 
but I think there's a long there's a long ways to go, and it's not time to take our foot off the pedal. So, I see homelessness, um, and the and the the public public safety result and kind of public safety as a big issue for sure coming up. And uh, you know, I think there's some big, huge, fundamental issues with um, the justice system that uh, need to be addressed. Yeah, I've been outspoken about um, prolific and offenders, and how best to um, how best to address uh, the issues of of um, crime as a result of again of poverty and and drug use and mental health, and mm-hmm. you know the fact is that it there are a lot of people in Chilliwack right now that are uh, kind of victims of um, that, you know, those byproducts of of poverty, of uh, drug use, of mental health issues. And, um, and there's people getting victimized through property crime, and, uh, auto theft, and the list goes on and on yeah, and on. For sure. And... Um, that's going to be a major, continue to be a major issue to to address as well. That, that good law-abiding citizens of Chilliwack aren't the ones left holding the bag yeah. and feeling like they don't have a voice either. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, lighter note, we'll just we'll just completely flip it around here. Yeah, good. Um, Let's do this. Your uh, your brother and his business partner Quinn uh, Barrett Creek Media. They yes. uh, they made your video that you launched today. It's fantastic. Yes. Uh, they did a great job. Uh, but I got to ask you a question. What, yes. Why why are you riding around on a bike in it? Well, um, what, what was what was the th- thinking behind that? I'm curious. Sure. <laughs> well, uh, glad you asked. You know, it's uh, we had a lot of fun um, as I always do with uh, my my brother Ben. Yeah. And and Quinn and. Um, it's it kind of feeds into a larger narrative where we're um, releasing, as I said, this is the beginning, and uh, we've got a uh, quite a few um, shorter kind of clips uh, that we will be releasing uh, in the next uh, over the next little over a month, and it'll start to make a little bit more sense. But one of the things I wanted to try and do was. Uh, instead of driving around to all the uh, neighborhoods, I figured I'd use some of the cool infrastructure that we're building in the city. And one of the pieces of infrastructure that I'm really proud of is uh, some of the bike lanes, um, in particular the rail trail. Yeah, and, tell tell me um, about that. When when is that going to be done? When's the? Oh, soon. Not soon, soon enough. But no? uh, yeah, so the rail trail is this north south um, uh, cycling trail in the mm-hmm. city of Kilowatt that will let you basically get um, uh, all the way across town, eventually all the way from, from Yarrow into uh, North Chilliwack. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to do it on a separated bike lane. Yeah. Uh, well, it's multimodal, so you can walk, cycle, skateboard um, on a north-south What about line. a boosted board? Can you take a boosted board? Yeah, hoverboard, all of those things. <laughs> totally. Um, and uh, we've been working on this since, uh, I want to say, back in like 2011, 2012. 
mm-hmm. and it's just starting to come to fruition. People will see um, one of the key pieces of the of the rail trail or the valley rail trail, as it's called, um, over the, uh, o- the on the overpass, the uh, rail bridge yeah. crossing the number one highway. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting on bridge deck, and uh, that should go on very soon. Hoping that we uh, kind of beat the the really nasty weather, but uh, we know that there's hardcore cycling commuters in Chilliwack that are going to ride that thing. Oh, I can't, I can't wait, man. No, it's going to be great. Yeah, so it's and the idea behind the, the the Valley Rail Trail is that it becomes a functional a functional link north south across the so, city that means it'll be safer, it'll be accessible to people of all ages and all abilities mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I can't wait. But but yeah, long story short. Um, so that current riding, build, it's, there's some method to the method to the madness there. Yeah, um, the current build. What what is it that is currently being built that'll be ready sooner than later? Like where so is it starting quite, from? Yeah, yeah, we have already quite a quite a big stretch of the Valley Rail Trail that goes behind the Canadian Tire, comes out close to Lakakak, but it goes all the way past the off-leash dog park and into Sardis. Mm-hmm. And the other side will uh, cross the highway, go behind the Molson plant and cross a uh, small creek crossing and it'll tee off at uh, Airport Road. Okay. That's, that's current phase. Right. And then next phase takes it even further north, past through Chilliwack Central and where I would like to... Um, and it is uh, closer to the library, so um, kind of around Salish Park. Right. And uh, and then the southern piece um, will go adjacent to the rail bed and out. Um, it'll require a river crossing um, and into uh, into Yarrow. So there's a wow. train bridge uh, going across the better, and um, people will recall that there was quite a bit of talk about it when um, Trans Mountain Pipeline was uh, was being talked about in right. terms of uh, mutual benefits agreement and uh, there was some money promised and and um, not sure if that is going to ever become a reality but uh, certainly I will be advocating very hard to uh, just have the city uh, look at doing that and not make it contingent on a, on a heavy oil pipeline crossing an aquifer. Yeah, good stuff. Um, you've, uh, you've been on the podcast before and I've asked you this question a number of years ago. Um, Uh-oh. but I, I think, I think things have changed because, uh, the restaurant you mentioned before is no longer in operation, but, uh, your favorite place to get lunch in Chilliwack. Oh boy. I, I know you Remember, usually have a, a, a like couple. Favorite. Yeah. Now you're going to get the most political answer. Of the <laughs> okay. um, Pick three different places you enjoy make, going to. Oh, I can do three places. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. I, I love um, Chili's. Yeah. I love the capital. But, uh, man, it's so hard. I. What about Yarrow? Your backyard? I out, yeah. I eat. Uh, oh, yeah. Jeez. I'm going to lose friends no rivers is amazing but rivers is my rivers is my breakfast spot okay so and you then your lunch right? yeah your lunch spot then yeah so lunch uh, i mean you can i'd go chilies i'd go capital on the you know kind of on the on the south side 
Um, I love I love what Frankie's has done with the patio there, and it's a really cool looking restaurant. The inside, yeah. Um, I, mean, I can't say Earl's because that's Councillor Stam's spot. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, I mean, we have so many awesome places to uh, eat. There's a new coffee shop I just saw open up right at uh, just, uh, just shy of uh, five corners there, Esteem. Yeah, and it looks like there's uh, some stuff going on there. I met the owner actually, Cam, and um, was familiar with some of the revitalization work and the repurposing an old building cleaning it all up and yeah it looks nice you know, that's it's kind of an indicator i think you know we didn't talk about the downtown at all but i think there's good energy starting to happen yeah down there and good certainly stuff. certainly it's starting to attract the kind of investment that i always thought it was possible to have down there and you know i'm kind of i will have to say that i am i am pretty excited about the fact that we've got a plan for the downtown now that doesn't involve just bulldozing the whole thing down because I've been a, a long time advocate for um, adaptive reuse of, of some of the buildings there. And you're never going to get some of the old cove ceilings and some of the heritage kind of features that, that you have. And to bring the Algras uh, on as, uh, as a developer and as a partner um, who kind of, first of all, they said the same thing and then um, got really excited about the, the, the development. Um, it makes me stoked for, for what's going to happen there. So I'm excited awesome. about that project too. Well, thanks so much. You're, right now you're currently up at UBCM in, uh, in Whistler. So thanks for taking uh, some time to talk about your campaign and the upcoming election. So what do, what do people yeah. need to know about the upcoming municipal election? What are the details? Just vote. Yeah, just vote. October 20th, please get out vote i don't i don't particularly you know even mind if it's not for me you uh well i'd love it if you vote for me but please vote um we've had traditionally such poor turnouts um it uh it it makes it kind of kind of frustrating because um local government is is very very important and it has a huge effect on people's lives and uh, don't take my word for it. Go ask any of the other 15 candidates that are running. They can tell you all about local government as well. But uh, if you are so inclined, I'd love your uh, I'd love your vote, Jason Lum. I'm on uh, www.jasonlum.ca. You can find me on uh, on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find all that information on my website. And uh, and then you know make sure you hashtag around Cholak. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for the plug. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jason. Right on, okay. Take it easy. Yeah. All right. We're we're back uh, with Eric J. Matthews. He uh, closed us off in the first half there with uh, another 100 years from his new album, The Old Man's Garage. Do you say garage or garage? I say garage. Garage. Yeah. <laughs> so. I take option number three. Okay. Garage is English, and I'm not. I, I can't pull off my. You can't pull it off. So the song "Another Hundred Years." What uh, what inspired that? Well, it was. It came from being at at the age that I'm at uh, when I wrote it, which was a few years ago. So you know, I was in my mid thirties, and you know, we're around the same age. And the artists that I tend to really enjoy that give me the inspiration of songwriting, the Bruce Springsteen's and the Jackson Browns, mm-hmm. 
those artists sing songs as they've as they've matured through age to you know to relate to their audiences at that age whether it's talking about marriage kids their mortgages divorces affairs health problems school politics whatever that might be that they affect that affects them in their middle life in the middle of their life and yet the one thing i realized is that a lot of the artists i listen to they sing they sing these messages to people while they're living it after living through the experience of being in their early 20s and living through all of this huge success and now they've grown into this maturity what i'm doing is writing it from a point of view of actually living it not 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 doing it to empathize with the community that lives within the these certain these struggles or these things that they think about i'm not saying that people that, that are of their status don't live through that it's just a different way of looking at it me trying to pay my mortgage is a lot different in my 30s than bruce springsteen trying to pay his mortgage <laughs> just a little and bit friend, i don't think he I mean, had he, a mortgage well that's what i mean i mean he can relate <laughs> to it and I, and i and i respect him in all in everything and, and and i'm saying like you can you can relate to people and that's great and that's what we need out of people that have that type of power for sure in, in pretty yeah. but what i'm saying is for me i wanted to write certain songs that show i'm actually living this right now yeah not, not looking back at it in a way you know i'm not looking back at it or how it could have been i'm actually living in it right um, so that's what i mean is you know and then you've gained some weight so you starve yourself and now you say it hurts to run because but, you know the more how many people can say that right like so many people yeah, yeah. You it's know, just social scenes a computer screen full of pills to keep you numb it's oh yeah it's, it's fantastic it's, i love it yeah um, and it's not it's not anything i'm i'm not i'm not trying to preach and i'm not trying to attack i'm just trying to say this is what it is and yeah. for me and for a lot of people that can relate to that so yeah i mean but I love it because like, it comes down to like you, you complain about all these things and, you, and all these struggles, and yet for some reason you you want more of it, and I don't understand why. Like that's <laughs> the irony yeah, of it all, right? Like it's just and then, then you end up getting rid of all your stuff and getting rid of your apartment, and then just really having all of that problem. <laughs> <laughs> but just remember, as the moral of that story is, you know, your life's biggest regret is that you don't get another hundred years, you know, like yeah. you don't like, that's, that's what it is. You, you, you get, you know, you might get a hundred years if you're lucky. Yeah. Average age isn't that. Yeah. So this so, is it. You know, make the most of it. Yeah, make, make the most of it. And you know, I'm trying to give you the answer. I'm just trying to say, that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. So, so this, this album, uh, you've really just, uh, simplified it. It's an acoustic album. Um, you didn't go with a, a big band format, the full band. What uh, what was the thinking behind that? Um, I, I wanted the songs to stand on their own. Um, I wanted to have uh, some of them where I know that I'm not the, be the greatest singer, and, I, and I'm aware of that and, that, and I'm okay with that. But I wanted to have somebody else be able to sing them who can do them the justice that I think they could, that they can, you know, can take them to a different place at a different dynamic. So I, I'll you know, stop you there. Who, yeah. who was one artist that you would love to see take one of your songs and, and do something with it, dead or alive? Dead or alive. Yeah. One artist. Um, Who's someone in the back of your mind that you've thought of, like, it would be so cool to have this artist sing it? I think somebody like Garth Brooks, 
Yeah. Um, there's a few songs of, of mine that I think Garth Brooks would be able to sing, like Broken Ridge Coachland. There's there's something about that song where there's the same type of feel that Garth Brooks would have. But I mean, I was just I, I don't even I don't even know. Um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to try and even compare any of them to any of the artists, like any of these songs to any of their songs, because it's it's just. I mean, it'd be great to take a song like, like Ro like Roses, for instance, and and say, hey, hey, Jackson Brown, would you mind doing this? Because it would sound great. But I could also see Blue Rodeo wanting to, uh, like, like I'm not saying they would want to hear it or want to. No, play I'm it. asking what you, what your I big mean, dream, like, right? That, like, yeah, I mean, that that's the big dream. Yeah, is to have just one of like someone I really respect and and there's those handful that are just like the elites for me that yeah. if any of them just to hear it and say, Hey, I like that. And if I can actually, if I can actually just segue into a, just a quick little story about that. Just the other night here, I ended up meeting this guy from, uh, the, from the Austin, Texas area. And he was, he just happened to come into, um, the, the club that I, that I was playing at two nights ago. Yeah. And he wasn't there to play. He just came to listen. And I ended up playing two songs that night uh, that he heard. He heard me do a uh, song, Broken Ridge Coach Line. Yeah. And he came up to me afterwards and said, I really like that song. And I said, thanks. And I, I mean, I didn't know him from anything. He just came up to me and he said, and he said, ah, I caught the Jackson Brown mention in the song. And I said, oh, that's cool. Thanks. And he said, I like Jackson Brown. But he told me he's a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. And all of a sudden, now I'm like, well, this guy's my new best friend. <laughs> yeah. Because he likes my song and he likes these artists. That you like, and, too. Yeah. And then he tells and, and, and he tells me that he has all these albums out and he's from Austin. He's just in Nashville for a few months. He's recording an album. And his dad was friends with Towns Van Zandt. And okay. he knows Towns Van Zandt, who's a legendary singer-songwriter. Down Like, some people consider him like one of the elite Americana singer songwriters of, I mean, he wrote countless songs and, and people from Willie Nelson and Steve Earle have covered his music. Right. And to have, and have a person like that come up to me and say, Hey, I really like that song. Like that's, that's such a, that's why you're there. A, yeah. That's why I'm there. So, I mean, to have someone like that say that who has a connection to someone like Towns Van Zandt, for me is to have someone like Jackson Brown or Bruce Springsteen or Jim Croce, if he was alive or Gordon Lightfoot to say, Hey, I really like your song. That'd be just, I mean, what's better than that other than having them record it. <laughs> yeah. So cool. You're, you're in Nashville. You're, you're playing basically wherever you can kind of get into let people hear you play. Right. Correct. And, uh, What's the plan from here? What What is your, your hope for the, the future? Hope for the future. Um, well, being a Canadian citizen, we can only be down here for a set amount of time per year. Yep. So I do have to make my way back to Canada. And of course, I'm going to because I'm not about to you know, try to do anything underhanded or anything like that because it's not it's just not worth it trying to even... You know, some people try to come down here and live down here, and that's just not its not the way I'm going. You know, it's just not yeah. the way to do it. Following the rules. Yeah, exactly. So I'll, I'll come back. And, um, you know, going across Canada again, I was, I was, de I was deciding where would I want to live if, uh, you know, when, it, when it's time to come back. And, you know, as I said, I was going through all the provinces. I made it all the way out to Montreal. 
and you know, still Southern BC still seems to be, seems to be the place. Um, just whether it's environment or it's familiarity or whatever it is. And it's just a really, it's just, it, it really has always been home. So there is that longing for that. So what's, so what I'm going to end up doing is when it's time for me to come back, I'll end up making my way back, um, driving through the South a little bit to see some states and some towns I haven't seen and doing the same thing, saying hi to people and, you know, doing the networking like you're supposed to, but ultimately coming back and then trying to figure out where in the Fraser Valley specifically to plant to then take that next step as in getting into, um, recording the electric album part of things again, like getting, like finishing that up yeah, and, uh, you know, resuming into the life that, that I had where, you know, where this, this is, this isn't like, this is just a little bucket list and then it's done. This is going to be something that I'm going to do again, yeah. again and again. You're building on so, it. Yeah. I'm building on it, but ultimately you always have to come back to where home is and have that foundation of some sort. So, you know, coming back and, getting back into, into the lessons, uh, teaching. Cause, um, that's always, it's always a nice thing to do is to always be surrounded by guitar playing and, uh, that, and, you know, getting back into the stuff that I did in Chilliwack before I left. Um, I really like to point out that there's a lot of people that were saying, Oh, he's, it's his going away party. He's moving to Nashville and he's leaving town. He's leaving us. And, and it's sort of yes and no. I mean, I'm not moving to Nashville. I'm not, taking residence here and living here it was I'm, I'm moving here for a while to do some stuff but ultimately you have to go back to I have to go back and to the foundation of things to right to, to keep this going further I can't just endlessly live in a vehicle and, uh, <laughs> yeah as, no you need a home is, base yeah and when there's no source of income it's sort of like it's outcome, you know, like what's the outcome? The outcome is there's no source of income and that's going away, you know, and yeah. you try and prolong it as long as you can, but eventually you need to start making some income again. For sure. So in Chilliwack, um, you know, obviously you're, you've, you're going to be coming back, but, um, where, if someone's looking for live music in Chilliwack, what, uh, what would you tell them? Where, where would you send them? Well, there's so many venues. Um, and there's, the live the live scene in Chilliwack, there's such a huge scene of of, of both styles. Of, and what I mean by styles are there's original music, there's artists that are so many original artists out there, and and then there's all all of the cover artists like like the cover bands and the bar bands and stuff yeah. like that. And there's a huge uh, amount of them. And, and um, I would like to see the original artists out more and play more and more and get themselves for more exposure. Mm -hmm. But where, but where to play in town? I mean, you can find live music in Chilliwack at Chances Casino. You can find it at Anavets 305 every Friday and Saturday. They have a band. They they do a band. Same band plays Friday and Saturday nights. Um, there's uh, uh, the Triple Play Pub that has been a great support of me, which I'm which I'm very proud of and I'm happy to have uh, worked with them. Mm -hmm. um, the Wellington Thursdays, uh, chaos and solace, the craft brewery downtown on Saturdays. Uh, I, and I can list all those a little more in depth if you like. No, no, but, there's, but there are places everywhere that you can get to tractor grief on Friday nights, open right. mics, original artists, uh, with Jeff Bonner there. Yeah. There's, 
it's it's uh, it's it's it, there's a huge scene and so what would you say is the best way for the Chilliwack community to support because you you really highlighted the independent artists um, not like obviously the people enjoy the cover bands but there's something just unique about uh, original artists that are putting themselves out there like you are how would how can Chilliwack better support those type of artists well um for one making the effort to go see them is is the, is the thing i mean in my experience especially for someone like me who is not who is not just this big rocker i mean i can play i i play guitar i play classic rock music too it's 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 great i love it but for my original music that's not what i do i don't have the voice to power like freddie mercury or anyone like that so so what happens is people need to realize that when you're going to a place where there is original music or it's an acoustic, it's an acoustic open mic night or something like that, where it's original music that you're going there with the expectation of having to listen to that person play. If you're walking into a bar and there happens to be a band, well, that's just the way that goes. But if you walk into uh, but, but you have to know that for, for certain people trying to get their original music out in this, in this style or in this genre, yeah, you have to be going there knowing that you want to go and listen and be receptive. Uh, like you want to, you want to give them your ears and you right. want to listen to them and you want to respect them and you want to thank them for it. And you want to shake their hand and you want to ask them where they're playing next. And you want to give them a couple dollars into their guitar case or into their hat, or it just, that's, that's the number one way a person can, can support is, is just by going there and actually saying, I wanted to come and hear this person yeah. and not just, Oh, I stumbled into this coffee shop and this person played and I wish they wouldn't have been singing songs while I was on my computer. Yeah. You know, that that's the number one thing. Um, um, any local artists in Chilliwack that you'd, uh, you'd like to mention for people to keep an eye out for an ear out for? Um, yeah, there, there are some, um, I mean, the people, the people that are well-established, they're well-established. We know all that stuff. Um, if, 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 uh, the artists that I really dig that I, that, that don't have the, the coverage that I think that I wish they could, that I wish they could get. Um, there's, uh, my friend Christian Van Wyck. Um, he is, if I can go in, if I can go into this, this is sort of like the band member stuff. Yeah. Christian Van Wyck has been a friend of mine um, teaching. He teaches drums. Um, he's a session drum drummer as well. Yeah. Phenomenal. Like this guy's fantastic. Um, I, I'm not sure if you've ever actually talked to him. I know you've met I, him before. Yeah, no, I've, uh, I've met him and talked with him a little bit too. So yeah, great guy. Uh, and he's just, and he's such a nice, polite guy. And possibly the most professional person I have ever worked with in, in the music world. Um, yeah. and I think the world of him and, and he is, I mean, as, as far as drumming goes and, and as a person and, and lessons and all of that, like he's, he's someone I, I really like to throw a plug out to. And he's helped me with, with uh, recording. He's helped me in the past. He's, um, I, I consider him a good friend in this. Um, then there's uh Joe Bruman, who is this, like kindred spirit of mine. We are huge fans of the Allman Brothers Band. Uh, I just told them that I went and saw the Big House Museum in Macon, Georgia, which is the Allman Brothers Museum, just a couple weeks ago, and he's quite jealous. And I'm <laughs> stick that to him right now again. Yeah. But 
just a great blues guitar player plays slide it's it sounds like Dwayne Allman and it's so these just, two guys you can see around Chilliwack like you can you can find them yeah, if you look them up you can you can find Christian Van Wick Joe kind of shows up when he wants to and okay. he has a other commitments in his life and i don't even know if he's happy if i mention his name here. <laughs> that's okay for him i respect him so much that i wanted to mention that awesome and and um Stu coleman who has been a huge support of mine as yeah. well he plays bass um he is a singer and a bass player he's a former band member of mine we've played in several I, I hire, I've hired him many times to play live shows with me and he plays with everybody. And I think anyone who knows music is one step away from Stu Coleman in Chilliwack. They all right. know who, and he's just such a nice guy and he has supported me, especially in this trip as well in, in ways that go beyond almost anything that I could ever imagine. Yeah. And, um, I really, I think the world of him and, um, he's as, he's as close a friend to me as anybody in the music scene in, in Chilliwack could be awesome. Uh, and, uh, Br- Brittany Metz, uh, she's the singer on my album. We have done, we have done lots of gigging together. We've been together for a number of years playing music live around the Fraser Valley. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to hear anybody. I've said this on my website. I say this to people I talk to. I have yet to hear anybody who has the vocal control on a microphone that she does. Wow. She's my favorite singer. She is a phenomenal piano player, a phenomenal singer. She plays guitar. She is the one who also spends countless hours listening to me as I put these projects together (laughs) and I structure them and I structure and she's, I've put her through the ringer and I hope it's made her better (laughs) or or more patient or learn how to deal with a lot of adversity and stresses. But, uh, she's someone to check out and we will be playing together in the future again as well. And, um, she's fantastic and she's someone to look for as, as far as those, those are people that really aren't, you know, people don't really know of them too much. And I want to sort of shine a light on them a little bit for them a little bit. Yeah, no. And I'm sure they, uh, they appreciate it too. Um, so to close us off, uh, you up yeah. for playing uh, one more song? I do. I yeah. will. I will. Yeah. You're gonna let me pick, right? Yeah, this is your pick now, uh, and it's gonna be off your album, right? It is. We did the first song, another hundred years. So we'll yeah. do the last song. Perfect. Yeah. So we'll we'll do number one, and we'll do number whatever it was, fifteen or something like that. Um, so before you go, I, like people can sorry. buy your people can buy your album. What's the uh, the URL again? www.ericjmatthews.bandcamp.com And there'll be a link in the description for this podcast as well so people can get it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And also www.ericjmatthews.com Right. Which, you know, just in case it's a little easier for you to remember and then there's links to it. And uh, before I play the song, Matt, if I can just give a couple little thanks to a couple people. um, Yeah, but just before we do that too, um, you have sure. something unique with your album too, right? In terms of buying it. Yes, you are right. Um, I initially, for the first couple of weeks, I put it out for free for people to select their price because I felt, you know, if somebody's if somebody's going to um, want to listen to it, maybe they don't want to buy it. And 
the the hopes isn't to go platinum on this. I'm not expecting to get a gold record. Right. But you want your music out there. But I want my music out there. And and so the idea was, you know, you can donate as little as you want. Some people can't afford a lot. And I and I understand that. And that's and that's and I respect that. But others who can for the price of a cup of coffee or a, or a beer or a, or a combo at some restaurant or cigarettes or whatever their vice is, I, I, you know, but to me, it was, you know, just it's just to say thanks. It's, it's like it's like you're opening up your guitar case and you've heard the performance and you're saying thanks for playing. Just like I said about supporting local music and saying, here's five bucks or here's a dollar. or Here it is. Thanks for supporting or thanks for playing. And you say, hey, and this is just the same type of form in a digit in, in a different type of form is, hey, I heard this album. I really appreciated it. I liked it. Or somebody else I know really likes it. Here's something. Thanks a lot. And all that does is it just goes towards maintenance on my vehicle. Yeah. Up, keep on, up, you know, like that's yeah. really all it's just to get me to the next town or a hotel stay. There's. There's not there's not a luxurious lifestyle about living this. It's really just trying to yeah. you know drink a lot of water and you know stay hydrated and have a warm place to sleep. For it's sure. not about gold and multi platinum. Yeah, um, that's stuff. so that's so that's that's what it is. So I appreciate you mentioning that. I no completely problem. <laughs> it's, that. it's okay. And then uh, you said um, before you play this last song, you wanted to uh, make a hat tip to a, a couple people. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I wanted to say that when I come back to Chilliwack and all that and what I've done locally around town from doing recording sessions, teaching, I've also hosted open mics and open jams and all that other stuff. And there are and there are those venues out there. The Triple Play has it on Tuesday nights, an open, an open mic acoustic night. Ron Johnson is one of the most encouraging people I've ever dealt with when it comes to original music. Um, Corey Sisson, who hosts jams all over town is a great person to talk to if you want to get into the scene trevor mcdonald has helped uh he's booked me for party in the park he's booked me at the chillwack exhibition he's he, uh, he's a great guy to talk to the embassy lounge in the best western this, these are these are places jeff bonner at tractor grease those are places to um to check out and people to talk to so i just wanted to mention that as uh stepping stones that i used and yeah. And, uh, and I really encourage that. And uh, Chaos and Solace, Saturday afternoons. Damian Brennan is the host. Fantastic individual. Nicest guy. Another really encourages original music and listens and enjoys it. So Awesome. So before I get you to play, play us off for the show, Eric, uh, just want to put out there around Chilliwack.ca, uh, we do have a calendar and events um, uh, page that uh, shows all the events and and happenings around Chilliwack. And it's free for people to put uh, their content on there. So maybe you're listening to this because you're friends with Eric and you're networking with Eric and uh, you want to get your information out there so people know, hey, this person's playing on Friday night or February 11th, you can go and see uh, this person playing at this venue. Go to aroundchilliwack.ca and contact us, and we will put your your stuff on there for free. Uh, it's just uh, free publicity for you, and uh, it helps us get the information out there for Chilliwack residents that if they want to know what's going on around town, they can hop on there and check it out. So there's my and plug. And that's fantastic because that's that's something that's needed is, an, is a calendar that shows what's going on in town, and uh, people can say, well... You know, because there's so much music going on all the time that you can just, oh, I'm going to go check out them. And 
Yep. And you know, there's a lot of names people know in town. You know, a lot of bands people know the names of and they've heard them for years. But just remember, there's a lot of original music out there that's really good and that should get as much of a speaker as anybody else. Yeah. So what are you going to uh, play us off with here t- today? All right. Um, as, I, as we were saying earlier, the last song of the album, it's called Soul's Caravan. It's the latest song I wrote um, several months back, and it was just really inspired by, it, it sort of tells what I was thinking when I decided it was time to make some changes. I was sitting in my place, staring at the ceiling, and, you know, you can sort of draw, you can draw on the ceiling, you know, you can draw and started making an atlas up there and making maps up there and like well where would i go what would i do so it was sort of just take it somewhere and see what's going to happen so hope you like it and uh matt thanks um thanks again for having me on here inviting me you've been you've been inviting me for a long time (laughs) we finally made it happen finally made it happen it took me to be in a completely different country miles away i appreciate you being on here and uh, sharing from your heart and sharing your music thanks for listening everybody souls caravan So the first cut's a good place to start from 
for the blood of a fool shadow man from the moment it starts it turns on my heart and feeds on my soul's caravan and feeds on my soul's caravan Well, there you have it, folks. Eric J. Matthews and Jason Lum, all in the same podcast episode. Talk about some good stuff in there. I I love this city. We are very fortunate to live in the corner of the world that we live in. And I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you uh, being a part of what we're doing and what we're about at Around Chilliwack. And I hope that you have a great day.